Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Father, it's wonderful that all these incredible people are in the room, that I have the privilege of being in this room, but it's nothing compared to the greatness that, God, you are in this room. Father, may we never reduce you down to a mystical feeling, an expression, but Lord, the very person of the Holy Spirit is here. And Lord, I thank you that freedom is on your heart. Lord, in our world today, we desperately need freedom, but we don't need a counterfeit freedom. We need the true freedom. And freedom has nothing to do with freedom of expression. It's got everything to do with freedom in Christ because it is for freedom that Christ set us free. Christ set us free. Christ is not setting us free. God, Christ set us free. Father, we thank you that our starting position is freedom, not our destination. That, Lord, that, let there be a mind shift change in our lives in this place today that we are not working towards freedom as believers, but our starting point is it is finished, is done. You are free. Let our thinking not determine our reality. I heard the Lord say to me in worship, not everything that gets our attention should be given our attention. Because it gets your attention doesn't mean you should pursue it. And I heard the Lord say that we're right on the cusp of a breakthrough in this place even today. But the Lord says it will not come by your understanding, it will come by your surrender. And I feel there is a real war on in the body of Christ, in the area of our mind and many in this room. I've felt it myself. And when I feel something, it's because I'm feeling what's going on. And the Lord says that your ability to surrender your thinking will be the level to which you'll step into that which Christ actually sets you free. I was saying to Pastor Sharon and Pastor Jan that the Bible says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Everyone say your mind. Everyone say my mind. Your mind is primarily given to you as a gift from God to love Him. Yet for many in the body of Christ, it's the greatest barrier to loving Him because we've said, if I understand, I can love. And the Lord says, that is not a love that God is after because we can't, how can we understand an infinite God? How can we understand a God that is immeasurably beyond our understanding? And one of the greatest barriers, some of us are going, when I understand, I will move forward and I will give everything. And the Lord wants to challenge that today at the start of this meeting. Do not let your understanding become an idol in your life. If you say, if I understand, I will, then you, you, you're elevating that. And God wants us to actually bring our understanding under the Lordship of Jesus Christ today. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. The Lord's been showing me you cannot trust God with all your heart 
and lean on your own understanding at the same time. It's one or the other. And in this age of understanding and knowledge and pursuit of things, God says today before we start, will we surrender our understanding? Your breakthrough will be through surrender, not through understanding. Someone needs to receive that right now. Come on, if you're hungry for God in this place, I want you to lift your hands to heaven. Praise the name. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I release the weight of your glory right now. Come on. If, if you're really hungry, you really reach out to receive. Even out of your mouth, say, Father, I receive all that you've got for me. Come on over that right now. Now, Father, I release your glory in this place right now. Let the breath of God sweep through right now. Right now, right now. Cancer's here right now, right now, right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, I, I speak to every mental illness. And Father, I release the peace that truly passes understanding, goes beyond understanding, that guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. God, release your supernatural power right now. Come Holy Ghost, come Holy Ghost, come Holy Ghost. We welcome you, we welcome you. Some of you need to say, God, I surrender my will. I surrender my will. I receive with open hands all that you've got. Oh, we love you. We love you. We love you. We praise you. We honor you. God, speak in this place. Speak in this place. The Lord's telling me that there's someone or maybe more than one in this room that's desperately seeking a job. And then someone else just a, a shift of position like a promotion. And you feel like you're hitting a, a wall, hitting a wall, hitting a wall. And I heard the Lord just say, I, I want them to seek me with all their heart and I will open the door. Because you made the new job the greatest thing. And you've actually attached your happiness to that. And the Lord says, that's not where your happiness will be found. And he needs to realign before he opens the door. In fact, I hear the Lord say right now that for many in this room, the unanswered prayer by your perception is not God withholding. It's God needing to realign because I fear that, and I didn't use it in the wrong way, but I see that some of us have made answers to prayers, the things that will produce what the Spirit of God alone can produce. That peace, that joy. We have said, if God does this, then everything will be all right. No, God, God, God Himself is the one that makes things right. God is the one that makes things right. Your peace comes from the Prince of Peace, not the absence of conflict. Come on.
Your joy comes in the presence of the Lord, not when you get your promotion. And God is withholding in order to realign so that when He provides that which you think is your greatest need, you'll realize it's not your greatest need because the Lord can give and the Lord can take away. But blessed be the name of the Lord. Even Job says, I came into this world. I came in with nothing. I may go with nothing, but God is still worthy of praise. The apostle Paul is in prison, beaten and chained and bound. And he says, I've learned the secret of being content. Whatever the circumstances, whether well-fed or hungry, whether in need or in lack, whether I have a job, whether I don't have a job, whether I've got my healing, whether I don't have my healing, whatever is going on, I've learned the secret of being content. And contentment is found in the presence of God, not in the absence of problems. And God wants to set you free by realigning you to truth today. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you're in this building right now and you want rivers of living water to flow from your belly, stand to your feet, raise your hands to heaven right now, quickly. Quickly, right now. Father, sweep across this place by your Spirit. Right now, Lord, I release rivers of living water. Lord, we don't want meetings. We don't want religion. We want rivers of living water. Come on. Come on, receive. I receive. I receive. I receive. I receive right now. Father, I release your joy. I release your peace. I release your presence, Lord. We need an encounter with the Holy One, the Holy One of Israel. Lord God, come by your Spirit. Come by your Spirit. Come by your Spirit. Come by your Spirit, Lord. More of your Spirit in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, those in different campuses right now, stand to your feet if you want God to touch you. God is not bound by location. God is not bound by any human limitations. Let's not release God down to the level of our understanding. Lord, I release the Spirit of God. Those in your homes right now, those watching wherever you may be, but on the beach, but on the beach, wherever it may be, I release the Spirit of the Most High God. Right now, rivers of living water, rivers. Some of you are feeling something. You need to let yourself release it right now. Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. More of your spirit, Lord. More of your spirit right now. I see chains breaking off in the name of Jesus Christ. Chains breaking off you. Chains breaking off. To some of you, mindsets are shifting right now. Some of you that have been in a fog, I right now see the fog being released. I see the fog diminishing. I see clarity coming in Jesus' name. Break out by your spirit, Lord. Break out by your spirit, Lord. Break out by your Spirit, Lord. Rivers of living water flow. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Lord, let your repentance, let your gift of repentance flow right now. Right now, Lord God, let holiness flow in this place. Lord God, open our eyes to the reality of the King of kings and the Lord of lords to our Father in heaven. Jesus name, Jesus name, Jesus name, Jesus name. Someone sitting at home right now, the Lord says, go after it, go after it, go after it, go after it, go after it. Someone is waiting for God to bring something to you. The Lord says, go after it. Make sure it's God that is speaking, but go after it. It's like the woman with the issue of blood. She went after it. She she pushed through the crowd. Don't allow our desire for comfort, our desire for God to come to us, to stop us from reaching in and pushing in. Every person in this room right now, the Lord says, 
says, I am willing. They said, the blind man said, are you willing? Are you willing? And Jesus said, I am willing. The Word of the Lord to you right now. The Lord says, I am willing, but I need you to do the pushing, the drawing near, not in striving, but the Bible says, if we draw near to God, He will draw near to us. Some of us need to push through a little bit more. We need to push past the sense of what will people think. People are not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. Do not let your thought of other people's perception keep you from entering into the fullness. So Father, to the hungry right now, I say feel them. Feel them, Lord. Feel them, Lord. Feel them, Lord. We cry out for more of your spirit. More of your spirit. More of your spirit. Any chance I can have some more house lights? That'd be awesome. If not, God, do a miracle. Amen. God bless you. You're, you're awesome, brother. Praise God. Praise God. God said, let there be light. And I'm just saying, if you know your Bible, if you're alive and well, amen. God bless you. You can take us. I was going to say a seat, but you've already got one. But uh, good morning, church. How many people love God? Hey. God is amazing. God is amazing. We don't need more meetings. We need more meetings. We need more meetings with God. Amen. We need more time with the Lord. God is better than you think. God is better than you think. There's a lot of people in this room right now. And some of you might be sitting there saying, I hope he's got a word for me. Some of you are sitting there going, I hope he doesn't pick me. I could tell you who you are, but no. No, just joking. I don't want to mess with you. I don't know everything. But we need to, this is what the Lord's saying to me right now. Sometimes what you need most is not to receive a word personally, but to rejoice in another person's word. Right there, that is a word of the Lord to someone in this room. If we can learn to celebrate what God's doing in others, the tap will be turned on in our lives. But we live in an age where Christianity has become all about me. And unfortunately, sometimes the prophetic has become all about me. We need to celebrate what God's doing in other people's lives. Can I hear an amen? Come. It's more blessed to give than to receive. And when we celebrate what God is doing, it's amazing what God starts to do in our, our life. I, again, I just, I do have a message. We might get to it. If not, let this be the living demonstration of it, Nari. Amen. Praise God. Who God is is greater than you've ever... You, you, woo! Come on. Come on, Jan. Come on, Jan. I'm thinking it's you behind that mask. Come on, Jan. Praise God. Praise God. 
Let's celebrate what God is doing. Let's steward well what God has already done. Come on, church. Sometimes we're just waiting for the next. How about we steward well? God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. He brought them out. They set up these stones to remember. Why? Because God goes, I know you're going to forget. And you need to look at these stones and say, remember what the Lord has done. And I want to tell you that COVID has shut down some of our remembering. And it's time to remember again what the Lord has done, not just for us, but for others. What He did throughout the history of this world, but what He did in your life. Come on, right now, by the Spirit of God. Anyone here saved? Anyone here saved? If you're not ashamed, come on, lift your hands. In fact, jump to your feet again, the first church of the yo-yos. If you've been saved, then God has done something. Come on, the greatest miracle is that you are saved. You are saved, you are sanctified, you are redeemed, you are blameless, you are holy, you are righteous, you're accepted, you are loved. That's a miracle right now. Because some of you know the state of your own heart at times. But God says, I choose you, I choose you. We sing it, God chose us. You can sit down for at least 30 seconds. I figure I'm standing, you might as well. And I hope if you're in your home watching, that you stood to your feet. And I want to encourage you. This is, hey, he said he'll clean up the mess. So praise God for this. I want to encourage you, wherever you may be watching, there are legitimate reasons for being at home and watching. And I praise God for technology. Anyone else? Come on. Aren't you glad that we can connect and celebrate and learn and receive all over the world? But two things. Number one, let's make sure we're feeding online to the healthy things that grow us. Too many in this season have fed on all the negative. Their emotions follow that. And we end up again. That draws us away from thanking God because we think that the world is going to pot. Let's change the channel. God is doing more good than the devil is doing evil in this world. God is still saving people and healing people and setting people free. And it's time for us to change the channel. If you don't like the info, change the channel. You don't need to know what's wrong with the world. You need to know what's right with God. We don't need to know the answers on everything to do with the political world and the, the agenda of the world and, and vaccines. And we need to know the truth of God's Word. Freedom is not found in understanding what's happening here. It's understanding what's happening here in the spirit realm. And if you're watching, and yeah, I, I just release God's favor and blessing on you. But I know globally some have got to a place where it's more comfortable to watch. And if, if that's you, please hear my heart, the love of the Father. I welcome you back into the room. And here's the reason why. There's some things that God, God's way is just always best. And he says, I do not forsake the gathering together. As some are now in the 
habit of doing. See, no habit starts as a habit. It started out as a necessity, as a one-time thing. But I want to welcome you back because there's something that happens. There's a deeper level of leaning in. There's a deeper impartation in the Spirit when we're in the room. Come on. When Jesus was in the room, something happened. And the Bible says where two or three are gathered together. I just want to encourage you, come back. If that is you, I They look forward to seeing you next Sunday. I'm not saying the legitimate reasons. Don't take what I'm not saying, but I've got to say it because there is something that God does. The Bible says in Revelation 2 or 3, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches, not to the individual, but to the churches. We've got to fight against this comfortable, complacent Christianity. We've got to come. We've got to gather together. And you're here today. If you're here today as a special thing, but you don't normally come, come regularly. We have not forsaken together. There's something that God does. And don't hear legalism from me right now. Hear the invitation of God into an experience with Him that changes our lives. Let's not be more regular to sporting events than we are to the house of God. Let's lean in. Let's... God is either who he is or he's not. And he wants to pour something out on us all today. Anyone doing all right in church? Whew, it's good to be back. <laughs> Praise God. Has my time started yet? I'm blessed with the gift of having really bad eyesight. Can't even see the clock. Say, praise God. I'm just going to share God's word for a brief moment, or two, or three, or four. But first, I'm just going to pause and listen. You feel free to listen to God too. He probably wants to talk to you. Okay, we're going to change directions because that's what God said to do. If this is uncomfortable for you, try being me. This is what the Lord just said right now. I want to speak to them. I want to speak directly to them. And the Lord says we're going to sit and just listen to the Lord for five minutes. For some of you, that's going to feel like about 13 years. But God can do something amazing when you hear personally. If you hear a word of God through someone else, praise God. But when you hear him speak to you directly, it's another level. It's another level. It's another level. Um, We will do that in one moment. Four rows back, the, the lady there... Yeah, you just looked at her. Are you together? Was that a yes? I can't see, remember? Big nods. Okay, puffer jacket man. Yes? Okay. Uh, What's your names? Great, fantastic. Um, Let's stay there. The Lord just said, release my blessing over them. So that's what I'm going to do. He's highlighting it for some reason. I wonder if you just reach out to the Lord right where you are, Father. 
I release your blessing, your favor. I feel like there's been a loss of some description that's been deep. And the Lord says, I want to heal your hearts. I want to heal your hearts. And so, Father, I release. I just see the oil of God just flowing over you. I see it washing some things away. And the blessing and the favor of God coming upon you right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I'm just being obedient right now. Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I release the blessing and the favor of God right now. That's it. Just receive. 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 And God's going to release creative ideas. Creative ideas over you both. God's anointed you with the ability to pioneer new things, innovative ideas, new ideas are released over you both. And God says, I'm going to do it for kingdom purpose. Keep that in mind. When the hand of the Lord comes upon you and you step into this time of increased favor and blessing, the Lord says, keep in mind, I did this for my glory. God's going to use you to resource and fund the kingdom of God, okay? Praise God. Everyone look to the Lord right now. Praise the name of Jesus. Father, in this place, wherever you're watching online, every other campus, right now this is a moment where I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. And if you want to hear the voice of God, if you want to hear God speak, this is what you have to do. Receive. Everyone say receive. You don't have to strive, work at this. All you need to do is say, speak, Lord, I'm listening. And then just sit and allow the Spirit of God. If, there's it, if your mind starts to wander, just bring it back. But God's going to drop some things into your heart, into your spirit. So would you say right now, Lord, speak to me. I'm listening. Now for those that are hungry, those that want to hear, just sit there. Lord, I ask you to speak right now in Jesus' name. If you're watching online, take this moment. God wants to speak to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Anyone hear God speak? I pray that many of you heard God, but also you enjoyed the peace of God. Isn't there something wonderful in His presence? Something true about be still. And know that I am God. I just want to share God's heart for a few minutes. I'm not going to preach the message. I'm just going to share a few things and then we're going to wrap up, okay? And I heard this phrase and I feel that we've been walking in that very, very clearly. 
and it was on earth as it is in heaven. That's what God wants in our life. Amen? That's what God wants in our life, on earth as in heaven. Not on earth as in the world. Not on earth even as in what's happening and the government. And, but what? But on earth as it is in heaven. And I feel that the Lord wants to bring about a culture shift in our lives and in the church. I feel like there is a war on in our world for culture. Anyone alive and well? Anyone agree with me on this? You don't even have to be prophetic. You just need to be alive to know that. Is there a war on for the culture? Is there a war on for culture? And culture is the ideas, the beliefs, the the behaviors, the patterns, the ways of thinking, the ways of doing things. And there is a war on. But let me speak very clearly. We do not fight flesh and blood. We fight principalities and powers. It's not a natural war. It's a spiritual war. Everyone say it's not a natural war. It's a spiritual war. Now it manifests in the natural, but it doesn't originate in the natural. Are you hearing me? It originates in the spiritual and manifests in the natural. Creation originated in the spiritual and manifests in the natural. God desired it and it came about. And we need to understand there's a spiritual enemy that is behind the cultural barrage in the days that we live in. And unfortunately, too many times, believers in the church has almost been sucked into, even if it's by measures, into the cultures that are being dictated. But I want to say by the Spirit of God that the Lord says when you pray and when you believe and how you live, let's pray to our Father in heaven, holy is your name, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on this earth as it is done in heaven. I want to declare by the Spirit of God prophesying as a prophet, it's time for the church to recapture the culture of heaven and bring it to earth. We've got to stop fearing the culture around us, and we've got to stop fleeing the culture. We've got to start infiltrating the culture. This is what Jesus did. He came, the Son of God, and He brought the kingdom of God. What did he come preaching? Not just love and niceness. He came preaching the kingdom of God is at hand. The authority and the rule of God on earth as it is in heaven. And I want to say it's time for a culture change. I believe you as a church, God is taking you into a season of refining the culture not based around denomination, not based around personality. Here's a big one. Not based around preference. You're about to move buildings. I didn't know that till yesterday. And we're moving two weeks. Oh, are you? Two and a half years has been a long time. But let me just say this. I am taking a couple minutes, but I just feel strongly. I feel like the Lord is telling me... I need to set some things up in the spirit right now for your future. Are you, are you with me? Are you receiving me? Any move, any big things, there is mess. Everyone say, praise God for mess. Now say it like you believe it. 
We want the supernatural. We want God to do something. But God, would you please do it neatly, cleanly, and according to what I like. Get over yourself. It's about God and His kingdom. There is going to be mess. There's going to be uncomfortable. For some of you, you're going to want to stone me after this statement. You're going to lose your seat. Your Sunday seat that is sacred to you. They might not even have these seats. How can God move without my seat? God says your willingness to embrace the unknown will be the degree that you step into what has been prophesied and declared by the Spirit of God. And there is a shifting and a refining of culture that God wants to do in this house and in this house. Everyone touch your chest in this house. God wants to refine your culture, your ideas. Come on. How many of us over the last two years have had some of our ideas shaped by what's around us, not from heaven? God wants to shift our ideas, our thoughts. Come on. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2 that we have the mind of Christ. So we need to take captive every thought, every imagination, everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. And the Lord said to me, if the culture is wrong, something needs to shift and something needs to change. Culture doesn't change by itself in the positive, only in the negative. It slips down. So I want to encourage you if you that it's time to come back to kingdom culture on earth as in heaven. I just want to make this real simple. When it comes to your attitudes on earth as in heaven, do not measure your attitudinal response in comparison to your spouse. There's a word for someone right now. But measure it compared to Jesus. What's heaven like? Jesus. The Lord said to me that Jesus is the prototype of heaven. How are we meant to think? Look at Jesus. How are we meant to speak? Look at Jesus. How are we meant to act? Look at Jesus. How we're meant to treat those that are caught up in sin? Look at Jesus. Come on, church, let's wake up right now. We got to look at Jesus. How Jesus treated the demonic afflictions and the influence of the demonic in the world. Look at Jesus. The word of the Lord to someone in this room, many of us in this room right now, I feel them strongly on me is this, you need to actually start to deal with things in the spirit realm and take authority over the demonic. Some of you, that's even offensive to think about it. I don't want to go there. You might not want to go there, but God goes there. The devil goes there. And that's where the actual battle is going on. We're down here trying to resolve something and we need to take authority up here. Come on, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power because we don't wrestle flesh and blood but principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Come on, submit to God. Resist the devil who will flee from you. Some of us need to step into the realm of the Spirit daily. Anyone here that owns a business, the Lord is 
or high up in a managerial place, the Lord says, I place you there for a kingdom purpose, not a business purpose. On earth as in heaven, God wants to just take our mind, our thinking, and shift it today by the Spirit of God. Amen. Let that be our measure. It got banded around years ago to the point where it got reduced reduced to a pithy little statement that many have either forgotten, never knew, or we don't want to hear it again, but it's the Word of the Lord for right now. We used to wear it around our wrists. Four letters. What was it? WWJD, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? What would happen if I got up in the morning and you got up in the morning, you went to work? What would happen if you sat beside that person that really, really irritates you and you said, what would Jesus do? When we move buildings, when we shift things and things aren't now how they used to be, what would Jesus do? Look at how many times Jesus did the supernatural in places where it was messy and uncomfortable. Demons screeching around, people breaking through ceilings, people doing all sorts of crazy things and God just releases heaven on earth. What would happen if you and I activate church and wherever you may be watching, what would happen if we released heaven on earth? If we didn't just pray to heaven, but we actually released heaven on earth. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do?